The views and opinions expressed on Beautiful Disasters are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their sponsors, or anyone else involved. Also, there is going to be a lot of adult language used on this podcast, so please keep your little kitties away. Welcome back to another episode of Beautiful Disasters. Uh, my name is The Groots. Fuck you, Hunter. And we have a special guest today, uh, good old Hobbit. I am Mike the Hobbit Bicket. You may have heard of me from all the bullshit that I sling on the GUI network. Um, I won't go through the list because it's self-aggrandizing <laughs> and actually not important at all. So, You're so uh, important. I mean, that is your superpower, though. <laughs> self-aggrandizement? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, uh, yeah, this is a movie that uh, uh, y- it is a movie. <laughs> it is a movie. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to dive in here. Um, uh, well, just to preface that, uh, for those that are coming into the podcast now, um, Beautiful Disasters is a podcast about uh, checking out cheesy flicks, movies maybe uh, people forgot about and or have not seen, didn't know about, and we just have a fun time checking them out, talking about it. Shooting the shit, giving our, you know, opinions. Sometimes torturing ourselves. Uh. It's not a sometimes, really. It's it's <laughs> pretty much a guarantee every single time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, we, we're, we try to pick movies that um, other podcasts might not have covered or whatever. So, Some random shit. Yeah, exactly. So we've at this point, we've done a bunch of flicks from the 80s. Uh, Steel was what, uh, 90s? Yeah, that was uh, late 90s. So that's well, probably the up till this one, I think the most recent one. Yeah, so. yeah. Je- well, no, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter was like early 2000s. Okay. So, but this is, yeah, this is definitely the most recent you guys have done, I believe. This is right? a very contemporary movie. This came out last year, yeah. early last year. This is a Russian superhero movie <laughs> called Guardians. A movie that its entire existence is only to prove the point that you don't have to go that far back to have a completely, amazingly fucking <laughs> terrible movie. Indeed. Russians are looking at it going, I know most of the American movies are based on comics, but we can just wing it. We don't need to have any material ahead of time. Just yeah. fucking throw it out there. I really wish... Uh, I. I don't know the name of the director offhand, and I don't care enough to even look it up. Right. But I hope it's something like Yakov Whedon or something, where it's almost <laughs> like that, almost like that Simpsons thing where they got Stefan Spielbergo, uh, Com- do- Comrade Snyder, <laughs> yeah, Comrade <laughs> Snyder to do this movie. Make heroes sad all time. I, I I will give um the makers of the filmmakers of this movie credit in the sense that this is a totally original idea. From the ground up, like, you know, we were watching a, 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 I was watching a touch of like special features, which there aren't much, but um, they're talking about like, well, they don't really have a big comic book scene in Russia. Surprise. So they didn't have anything to go off of. So everything that they did for this movie was completely original, which is awesome <laughs> because they made a thing. Is it though? <laughs> Congratulations. Is it? My life is a little bit fuller for having seen this this piece of shit. <laughs> I feel like part of the reason why like comic book movies that are directed by people that actually like comic books right. are good is because they have years and years of basically a storyboard to go by to develop characters and create interpersonal relationships and inner struggle and 
You bore inter, me. You inter- bore me with all that stuff. Let's just have bear attack people, okay? <laughs> what would be good is yeah. if you have bear with chain gun. <laughs> that would be good. And maybe, maybe I don't know. Iconic sickle from Soviet Russia, <laughs> held by Asian men. That's <laughs> well, in a sense, you know. Yeah, they didn't have all that to 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 fall back on. So that's probably why the movie was eighty eight minutes short. <laughs> because like you know all those all those relationships and all that history yeah, whatever it wasn't there yeah, fuck it, it. it's a little exposition in the first five minutes let, let me ask how long is terror vision i want to see if this is maybe the shortest movie that you've done for i think terror vision was a little shorter i want to say by that, a couple minutes maybe. like 83 minutes or something okay so this is around terror version uh terror vision level of length Terrorvision was a more cohesive story. That is true. That is sadly true. That is sadly true. And I true. think probably 1% of the budget of this that we just watched, too. So. Probably, yeah. yeah. Now, this, uh, you know, this didn't have a $300 million budget, obviously. They tried it. But they had a significant budget. There was a lot of visual effects, a lot of CGI uh, not the best quality of either, but I'm pretty sure sci-fi. I'm pretty sure Sharknado had better graphics <laughs> in some uh, some scenes. Could be, could be. Um, so anyway, let's just uh, give a little rundown of the actual plot of this this movie as much as we can. So the movie opens uh, with basic uh, some kind of like flashbacky sort of you know vague uh super soldier creation experiments where uh soviet russia you know after uh after world war ii got into like genetic uh testing i guess and uh they they started develop they started trying to develop super soldiers basically and um so you get kind of like the gist of some of the characters how they accidentally made superheroes Yeah, yeah exactly and um, I guess after the Cold War finished, they were no longer necessary. Although there's no real, there's no real storyline or anything uh, saying that they actually did shit, you know. <laughs> Although it's mentioned a couple times during the film where it's like we're getting the band back together kind of conversation, right? And there's never any mention of them even meeting before that point, right? It's just kind of assumed that there's like a. I, I don't know if they were setting up for like kind of a prequel, like a Batman Begins of Guardian, right. the Guardians. Yeah, that's what they were that, doing. Like, we'll show you what happened in another movie. So. And apparently, of the four uh, Guardians, three of them basically don't age, and the only guy that has aged has aged some. And he talks about kind of, having grandchildren that he's seen go through university and stuff at one point in the movie. And he still only looks like he's in his early 50s. But he looks like the dad of the group. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like if they cast a guy that looked like Rasputin to be Captain America from Infinity War. That's that's kind of the look yeah. that he's that's going for. That's being me to Captain America. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so a uh, little bit of exposition. If Serge to... Tankian from System of a Down was a superhero, there you it go. would look like there this dude. And older. And older, and a less... Uh, <laughs> and like to collect rocks. And a less uh, manicured beard, I, right. I would say, yes. And also, I guess, like an Orthodox Catholic, Russian Catholic now or something? Yes, because, you know... He's like, a, he's like a fucking druid. What would you say he looked like? He looks Assassin's like... Creed. Assassin's he lo- Creed. He looks literally like one of the characters from in Assassin's his, Creed. Yeah. He looks like if Assassin's Creed uh, ran a laundromat somewhere, right. that's uh, that's the look he's going for. He nails it. If that's really what they oh, were yeah. aiming for, 
Like, I'm pretty sure this guy has extra quarters if you need extra quarters. <laughs> like, he's got a lot of ones for change <laughs> in his pocket at all times. Very, very true. Yeah. So uh, the basic gist is that uh, there are these two kind of mad scientists that were competing and one of them felt uh, like he wasn't getting the limelight. So he ends up like uh, sabotaging, uh, like he gets hidden away in like a prison, but he like sabotages shit. And then whatever chemicals were in the, is that how they ex- described it? It was chemicals it in was, the room turned him into a so, yeah, super, yeah, yeah, giant super beast angry. guy. Built, look, bang, looking. Like, let's with let's be honest. Powers. Let's not spend more time trying to figure out the inception of the superheroes <laughs> than they did coming up with the inception of these superheroes. Yeah, they true. did not give a fuck. They just wanted a bareheaded Russian dude. They they just wanted like a knockoff Sue Storm Invisible Girl, right? They, uh, a a fast guy with with sickles, uh, and and uh, Rasputin with uh, rock rock power. Rock, rock power. He can throw rocks at you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Really fast. And he really gets almost fast. a rock suit like the thing for a minute, but he doesn't ever cover his head, so he's vulnerable. I don't know. Whatever. It kind of reminded me from Galaxy Quest. Remember they fight the rock monster? He almost <laughs> got it to the level of Galaxy Quest oh, rock monster. Shit. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> And the, that quality of special effects, and that movie Absolutely. came out in like '98. So, so basically, this this mad scientist guy, uh, what the fuck was his name? Krukov. I just called him Angry Muscle Baby. So anyway, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he's like this giant roided up, like like muscly dude with like this baby face that is so ridiculous and not it's, it's really that the bald head, the no eyebrows, and just that overall like he looked like he needed to have his feeding time, like he was like. Yeah, just that general baby face. It was a combination of the Toxic Avenger um, and Sloth from the Goonies <laughs> and a little bit of Dean Norris, who plays uh, Hank Schrader on Breaking Bad. Right. Just a, if you threw just all of those together mixture. and then also made it like eerily childlike, then this is what the main villain looks like. It was. Uh, have you seen on the Internet like those folks that dress up in those like latex like <laughs> masks that are like the like the real masks like, that are really fucking creepy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are these baby ones where you're like a man-sized baby yes. that's muscular. That's basically what. He Maybe that's like. where they got it. They just went online. Picked it could that up. be. Basically, looking at the villain's face at any point in time is was... utterly fucking horrifying, and not in that like it's creepy, like fun in a superhero movie creepy it's like unfucking settling it was fucking distracting as shit <laughs> yes. like you want that menacing villain like i will destroy you all but instead you're like it's nap time like, <laughs> you just expected him to go baby want kill dad <laughs> exactly. you know <laughs> right and this is basically what happens when um you have your creative process fueled by paint thinner-esque Russian vodka <laughs> because i'm sorry this movie was fucking absurd this, this is what happens when you spend all of the prosthetics budget on the 36 abs of the yes, villain. Seriously. And you have $4 left for face makeup. That's right. And and we'll get into later. He had a weird, like, glowy, like, like of E.T. E. Heart, like heart, heart glow yeah. thing on his chest. It was bizarre. But uh, so our actual, like, heroes are guardians. So we got we got a dude who can control rocks. Right. Uh, we've got the girl who can turn invisible and is like a super kung fu badass. 
Uh, we've got the dude that can transform into a werebear. And then the best he- way I can put it is Altered Beast. If anybody Altered remembers Beast. playing Altered Beast, when you get that that other bubble, it's half bear, mainly man. Like to be yeah. fair, for most of the movie, it's like a half chub of werebear, where he's not gone full werebear. It's like uh, <laughs> it, it's just like his head and kind of bearish claw hands, and that's it. But he never actually rips anybody to shreds. Right, it's right. Just no, more- he. he- he bats them around like a cat playing with a piece of balled up yeah. paper. For most of the time, he's uh, he's you know to to really geek out. He's in Krinos form. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we'll we'll just leave that there. Yeah. Um. But uh, and then we got the um the Eastern Russian, like the Mongolian Asian looking dude who is like super fast and kind of like has like the Nightcrawler esque like little like almost teleporty shit. And he's got these giant, ridiculous, curved, like, sickle blades that can cut cars in half. So Yeah, yeah they're just well made. That's the team. So his power is moving around fast and blades that definitely don't do that. <laughs> like yeah. In, in, or it, maybe his power is, like, it transmutes into the blades if he holds... No, there's no... No, he chopped a car in half. I he remember chopped that. Car he half. chopped yeah. a car in half. No, so the only thing I can think is that there's really very little blood in this movie. Like, it's it, they weren't going for gory, so they were going for the Russian equivalent of PG-13. Um, because, yes, he cuts in his first opening scene where he's going up against some... Asian mafia Smob, or something. Yeah, I'm not really Whatever sure. It is. They came out with guns on back of the trucks. Like, yeah, that's there's all I a remember. dude like, you know, there's like a couple gun like trucks with like machine guns mounted and there's like the main SUV car and he like just cuts that fucking thing with the boss in half, splitting him right down the middle. There's a little trickle of blood, just enough to know that he cut him in half. But you didn't get that money shot of the guy actually split it in half. So. Exactly. You yeah. didn't get that and the car just kind of comes apart and then he goes after all the other dudes and you would think with these blades having been able to cut a car in half that they would be just like slicing people apart like in half but no all of his hits are are non-bloody sort of like kind of makes it pointless besides cutting the car that was the only thing exactly so yeah. Anyway, um, so we get the we get the team together. They're gonna stop the team together, Muscle baby. Now, uh, also, how they put the team together, they find the Rasputin levitating rock Rasputin, yeah. and they're like, "Dude's still alive," and he's like, "Fuck, I knew it." And then they get they get Slicey McGee. Yeah, they get Slicey McGee, and then they get and then the the bear I think shows Man up and, and Man Bear Pig says. <laughs> we need to find a team or something so fucking ham-handed right. in its delivery where it's basically like who's gonna fight with us and then it quick cuts to the other characters the dialogue is yeah is yeah. astounding <laughs> and then they Truly. find the girl with uh no memories she's in, working for Cirque in a circus like. yeah. yeah like Cirque du Soleil or yeah some I was shit. gonna say she's hired by them and everybody's like yeah you know she does this you know tricks and then she can turn invisible that's the normal yeah. thing and she's just out there doing it but uh oh can't forget the um the introduction of the villain okay so there's a military testing uh you know scenario where you got all these military honchos that are like uh oh we got these new ai like fucking ed 209 robot you know deals 
Yeah, they look like something out of RoboCop. Yeah, basically, yeah, like RoboCop three, maybe. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not let's not hurt the first two. All right. Yeah, exactly. Mixed with a little bit of those. Uh, you know, it would say the RoboCop remake. There you go. So, Mixed with a little bit of the droids from uh, Phantom Menace. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah a let's little just pick bit of out that. all the worst. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can. yeah, exactly. So basically, they're designed to be AI robots, so that you know you don't have to you know fuck with having people in them or whatever. You know, save the soldiers. And they're having this test testing scenario going on, and they malfunction, and they start like blowing up tanks, and they kill every you know all, all the, the people at the test site, all the people yeah. at the test site. And it turns out that Krukov or whatever the fuck his name is, um, Muscle Baby, Muscle Baby, his major <laughs> God power. God damn it! <laughs> sorry, sorry, not not, not Kruk, uh, Kuratov. Okay. Sorry, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to. You're be, being much nicer to this movie than I am because I'm just gonna say. Like, I'm sorry, Muscle Baby sounds like the name of a gay porn from the 1980s. Uh, well, I mean, this movie. Could, he also looks like a character yeah, from a gay porn. Exactly. From the 1980s, I actually yeah. really kind of want to see the Russian porn spoof of this movie because that <laughs> shit would be funny. Was it you're saying earlier? We, we were describing him too. We for, we forgot. The little pink muscle figures from the eighties. The muscle men. Muscle men. Yeah. He looked like a. He muscle looked man. like a muscle man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that's actually probably the best description of yeah. that. So yeah, Kuratov, his big power, other than being roided out and with a baby face, is <laughs> is power. that his like contra <laughs> his like contraptions that he's got on him allows him to control all machines. It's kind of Bane-ish. That's what we were saying. Like it's a knockoff yeah. Bane where it's all these tubes are plugged into him, and then yeah. like he can can and weird, use electricity and weird like bandolier suspenders that don't have any actual practical use besides i don't know accentuating his pecs i think it, that's about they, it they keep his pants up dude <laughs> yeah. that's what they're for but <laughs> but yeah that's his power so he can control machines and he takes over these ai robots he takes over the tanks he creates a bunch of like like robotic clones well, he's working on the yeah i guess he's working on the clones he's working on the clones but heroes, you know uh... he debuts them and then his big plan is he's going to roll all this stuff, you know, the clones, all this, all these tanks and machinery and, and, and these AI robots into Moscow. Big sequence of him, like, rolling all this stuff in there, and he's going to start, like, you know, realizing his plan or well, whatever. But before that, because our heroes figure out where he's hiding oh, his, right. his Build-A-Bear, so they send they send our the, the Guardians uh, into try to take him out before he can start his plan up. Right, 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 and right, right. They um they suck. Yeah. That's they, the best way I can put it is like, you know They kick ass for like a minute and a half and fairly then, man and bear then man bear pig, all you need is a giant net and he gets irritated, turned Ru back into human. Russian Sioux Storm just gets frozen like pretty much right away. Yeah, they yep. pretty much suck on their first assignment. They get yeah, all together, yeah. you think they're gonna be badass and they pretty much just I don't know, get taken down and what Two to three minutes. Yeah, yeah. And Kuratov uh, by you know. henchmen, like not even really him, but by henchmen. The only yeah. one that actually gets straight up, you know, Muscle Baby versus Rock, you know, Rock guy. Yeah, and he does like the Bane backbreak. Yeah, thing. He legit looks like more the comic book version of Bane with all the all the tubes and everything, and does the backbreak that he did with Batman. Right. Like 
100% a ripoff. No doubt oh, in my absolutely. mind. He's pretty much assumed he's paralyzed him. So he doesn't even... when He, he takes the, all the other Guardians captive, but he's yeah. like, oh, this dude's already old and I broke his back, so, you this, know, this is sorry, like, Rock Guy, you're dead. This is like Battle Royale to Hunger Games ripoff. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. pretty much the exact same thing. It definitely is, only much more low rent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah, so... The Guardians are thwarted in their first attempt to uh, take his dudes out. Then he does the big move on on Moscow. Which is apparently just to get a giant antenna. It is. They they fucking probably murdered thousands of people, and it's for this antenna. That's the big move. This giant TV tower that you've seen in a postcard for Moscow at some point is their target, and they break the fucking thing off and have like 30 helicopters carrying it to bring it somewhere else to levitate it between a bunch of skyscrapers. Also to point out something that I picked up is there's a scene where it's rolling through. It looks like it's on a train car or something through the city and, or, or maybe it was held by helicopters, but it was almost exactly the same angle and the same look as post world war two footage of them having the parade in in Moscow with the giant missiles that yeah. were in the parade. The big ICBMs it, on the back of trucks and yeah, shit. Yeah, except it's this tower instead. It was right. the same angle. It was the same. It was totally a nod to that. Absolutely. <laughs> My, by the way, um, we learned you know, that he's gone into the city because of all the news footage. And right. in no time, all the news, all the newscasts, the Russian, they're very calm, very like, and oh yeah, by the way, Russia, Moscow's being destroyed. You might want to avoid Moscow between the hours of like three and ten because it looks like there's like <laughs> giant robots and clones killing people. So just avoid like this section of Moscow for a little while. Like they're very casual about it. They're not like freaking out or anything. Also, like, like I don't know what's going on here, but did you see literally anyone evacuate? No, no. There was well, they're watching their news. There was no evacuation drill. They just said, so, stay away from the area where this, the giant antenna either, is. Cause... Either Moscow was, like, super-duper evacuated already, or, like, R- Moscow was just like, fuck it. Like, that's a risk we're, you take. We're in Look, Russia. Like, li- if you live near a giant antenna, that's the risk you take, is that a supervillain is going to come take it. So, you know. Russia is used to revolution. Yeah. <laughs> All right? They're used to this shit, and when big like, shit oh, happens, people flee. Like, we saw literally one kid hiding behind a car while this giant like military motorcade rolls by that was controlled by the villain. This entire movie looks like Moscow is this post-apocalyptic wasteland that nobody lives in anymore. Yeah, absolutely. There's no public at all through most of this film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and meanwhile, the three captured guardians are being held behind a force field uh, and... They can't do anything to get out. They get, mu- I think they get Muscle Baby to kind of monologue a little bit, kind of get his plan. And uh, our uh, our man bear pig, but he's in human form. He's got his knife and he's like waiting for the bad guy to get closer and closer. And then, you know, Muscle Baby's done talking about what he's talking about. Turns around and that's when he throws the knife and it hits the force shield, which was completely fucking pointless. By the way, that that's the ultimate scene of being like, okay, it's. It's literally the best character in the entire movie is this dude that just has this weird power of turning kind of into a bear. It's the best ever, and it only gets better. But it also proves that he's like a fucking moron 
because he's hiding this knife behind his back the entire time. Uh, fucking Russian Bane is two feet from him across this four field. That's not the time to strike. It's when he's 25 goddamn feet away. Well, and, and, and it's it, a force field. And it doesn't work at all. And like, this also goes to show how dumb the fucking villains are, too, because they took uh, quick dudes, giant like, uh, sickles big bladed sickles but they didn't take the fucking knife that was strapped to the side of bear Maybe dude they didn't think he knew how to use it since he can turn into a bear well, also in the know. opening sequence you see sickle dude that's like punching fucking concrete and shattering it with his own fists because he's so fast and strong and literally the thing that is keeping the force field up is like a foot thick concrete and then this thing on the wall that controls the thing. All he has to do is like punch the wall kind of hard, not even break through it just enough to like short circuit the dealie and then they're fine. But nobody thinks to all the powers still work. Yeah. Yeah. This oh. isn't, they didn't throw the like the gravity boots of superhero movies where it's like, now your powers don't work. You yeah. Know? Right. It's... They weren't in a kryptonite cage, you know, but that's, that's not even to say that, you know, later in the movie, Homegirl like shorts out a giant fucking device that is powered. Sure. Like she couldn't have done that then. Yeah. But whatever. <laughs> well, she she had her new outfit on. That's why the new outfit gave her more confidence. So, yeah. yeah. So big twist. Uh, one of the uh, Russian general, uh, you know, bigwig dudes apparently sold out the guardians which is why they got their asses handed to them there's always one asshole in these movies. and so he is meeting up with uh with kuratov what the fuck is his name it's it's man baby kuratov yeah, yeah. man baby man baby anyway <laughs> he meets up with him after uh man baby has secured you know his fucking antenna and bottle and pacifier and exactly all the things yeah. And then the wiggles. And then he. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's why he got the antenna. How much better would it have been at the end that the way they thwart him is just to have a giant projector screen showing the wiggles? (laughs) He's like. And then he's like. He's too distracted. So compelled by it. (laughs) (laughs) Like the baby son comes out and he's like, I identify with that. And then (laughs) that's how it ends. That'd be great. Um, So, yeah, that's the betrayal, which fucked over the team. And. And then that dude is immediately choked to death Vader style by man, baby, by whatever. And <laughs> just it, it's weird him. how it works when you betray the good guys and help out the bad guys. You're normally murdered by the bad guys. It, it's like, yeah, it's like bad guy one oh one. And still people think that they're going to be good. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get all the money and I'll be successful with this betraying everybody. Like, no, no, he's no, not going to choke me out. Like, you going to die. Yeah. Like, it's, you're it's, super going to die. It is kind of an unfortunate villain trope because villains kill their subordinates all the fucking time. And it's like, dude, maybe if you just manage them well and then you have more like, guys that can fucking kill. Maybe good like a guys. system of counseling instead of right. murdering them. Just well, like, also, this uh, is one more mark. You're going to choke to death. Positive motivation, too. I want to see that superhero movie where there's like the evil, like, I'm going to take over the world. And Charlie, I got to say, your your rib work um, during the battle was like pretty serious. I'm really proud of you. I can tell all that extra um, Pilates that you're doing is really paying off. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> Positive reinforcement goes a long way in management. Yeah. I'll tell you, you know, you can't just, you know, talk to people about their opportunities 
about you know about you know the things that they need to improve. You're a war, world conquering man, baby. You just need to make sure you know you maybe want to keep people that are helping you out. You know, not you murder know. them in automatically. You might need that general later on. So. Maybe he took the antenna so that he could watch. Uh, Boss Baby on Netflix and take notes about how to better run his corporation. <laughs> oh my God! Well, no, ba- the way the way he ran his business, I mean, he was probably watching The Apprentice. Let's just yeah, that's be real, true. okay? <laughs> but that would have been great if, oh my God, if they had just done a send up where every time he murdered one of his subordinates, he just yelled, "You're fired!" Would have been the greatest thing ever. <laughs> oh my God, you're fired! <laughs> I did find it kind of weird that at the moment when uh, when man baby was watching two prostitutes pee on a bed that was kind of it really kind of close to home though. it was yeah it, it <laughs> didn't really seem to contribute to the plot very much it seemed kind of out of place yeah you know I and we saw about the antenna being huge yeah, like i was huge, really impressed yeah. it's a huge antenna <laughs> it was a huge antenna <laughs> yeah he made sure to let us know that over and over again <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> it's the greatest antenna ever i'm a man baby i'm gonna take over the world <laughs> Other people think they have a big antenna, but no, I have the biggest antenna. I have antenna. the biggest, largest antenna ever. I can watch the Wiggles anytime I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, the whole notion of this is they broke off this giant fucking TV tower so that they can move it and strap it to a bunch of high, high, like skyscrapers. I'm glad you were paying attention, by to, the way. <laughs> to make it higher because the ultimate goal is to control. Like a doomsday, like a uh, like a Cold War era doomsday satellite, which can r- like destroy a city. It was called the hammer. The hammer. Yeah. Okay. It These was hammer. Don't hurt us. It was the Soviet Union's response to Reagan's Star Wars, which they very clearly said. That's oh right. yeah, they did bring that and up. I was like, like all, right, oh, all right, Reagan thought he was so smart. We actually built the shit. We yeah. built a giant I know, laser in space. I know we're a broke ass country now, but we fucking built it. So he's trying to uh, not only wrangle that thing, but all the communication satellites in orbit with this giant antenna so that he can basically take control of all the fucking machines, all, you know, all the systems and everything on the planet. And just that that's his that's his villain take over the world scheme. By by the way, his scheme is to get a tower that's not big enough to complete this, uh, this this job uh, and then tie it to other buildings so that it's slightly higher than the buildings he tied it to. Right. Um, and I, I guess he's just got so much Soviet pride, he's not going to go to Dubai, where there's definitely a building no, tall no, enough it's to all complete country. this task. It, like, it's got to definitely be in Moscow. My, my head was going to the exact same place. Like, <laughs> yeah. just go somewhere you where guys, there's a taller building. I don't know what you're doing thinking in this movie, all right? Like, <laughs> that's your biggest downfall, is like, you're actually... Like, Shanghai is not that far away. True. <laughs> like, you but... know what the budget would have been to film anything there? <laughs> or you just have broke-ass Moscow, all right? Like, where literally no one lives in this movie exactly right yeah you know they're just all hiding i guess it's like (laughs) oh here we go again i think maybe their extras budget kind of went down the drain so true true they should have added like a fake stereotype about russians just to kind of explain it It was like well you know how russians like their hide and seek yeah just like leave it alone it's a it's a wednesday they're always on the south part of the town on wednesdays (laughs) like everybody hangs out i do kind of love the fact that the entire movie was all white people with the exception of the one asian uh, guardian and um, that's about it. And, and that was it. And there were and there was one old guy. Yes. One old one. guy. The other scientist who 
basically never needed to be in the movie except for no, one, just little, one little plot point yeah. thing. So also point out the one Asian dude, the one like iconic Russian thing that they incorporate into the super power team is the weapons of the sickles. Yeah, uh, and they give it to the Asian dude to be his his super powered right. weapon, and it's just like, all right, like I mean, I guess that's like when the, when they cast Johnny Storm um, as as a black dude in the, right. in the Josh Trank thing, where they're trying to like. Mix Trying it up, to mix, mix it, it up, up a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But very Russian, where it's just like, I mean, it's next door. We might as well get one of them Asians, you know, <laughs> to come onto this film. So the entire cast of this movie, other than that, other than that dude, is white. And with the exception of the one old scientist, man, baby, and makeup, and the middle aged rock guy, everyone else is young and attractive. Yeah, because we haven't brought up the, uh, the, other Russian agent that actually gathered the guardians and right, right. was uh, our, I guess the black widow. She was like, she was like the, the second in command to the dude that betrayed them. Yeah. She looked kind of a cross between Sharon Stone and, uh, Brigitte uh, Nielsen. Yeah. From yes, Rocky four. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. She had that like slick back, like blonde hair, but every, like when they're in that like secret training lair, everyone there is young and yeah, they're good like teenagers. Looking. That's they're old. all like in their early twenties. It's all hot girls. Like, also let me let me suggest metrosexual a, dudes. Flip flop here. You've got the dude that turns turns into a bear that looks like the lost Russian Hemsworth brother. Right, right. And then you got a guy that looks fucking hairy as the Captain America guy. Just flip them too. Like, flip him. The hairy dude turns into a bear. Cool. Makes sense. Makes sense. Super makes sense. He's got a giant beard. Makes fucking sense. The good-looking dude that's, like, the ca- that's blonde, like, get him to be the Captain America typey dude that levitates right. shit, and he's, like... Because the bear doesn't have blonde hair, like... The bear... Do- it's not a blonde bear. <laughs> Which would have been... A- kind of wish that had happened, though, <laughs> where the like- bear had a little blonde hair on top, like, so you knew that that was him. <laughs> That would have been hilarious. No, because yeah. then there'd be a spinoff movie called Point Bear, where Point it's just Bear. like the bear surfing and like trying to rob banks in Nixon masks. <laughs> yep. It'd just be super weird. Oh my god, what the fuck, man? So, but yeah, the... no, like everybody's fucking young in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, except for that one, the rock guy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, the commander chick uh, leads a team, rescues them out of the uh, out of their little uh, force field prison, and then takes them back to the lair. To uh, get them trained back up, okay. which uh, I guess she helps uh, old dad rock guy fix his back. Cause... Yeah, 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 yeah. She gets old da- old rock guy back back up to help. <laughs> I just like the hunter said old dad rock guy. Where I'm just a- assuming there's a guy that's wearing like like <laughs> yeah. salmon shorts, like a like a war <laughs> war ringer like a winger's t shirt. No, no, like... no. He's totally wearing like a Jimmy Buffett t shirt. Yeah, yeah, like like, yeah. and he's like, no, but I I really got into deep purple yeah. when I was a teenager. It's a this guy's got a rock band. Shirt. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a deep purple shirt with a unbuttoned Hawaiian shirt over top of it. Just being like, oh, my back's just not what it used to be. He's got a hamburger and paradise, awesome. cheeseburger and paradise tattoo. <laughs> yeah. oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm just so, saying Kansas is pretty fucking rock, man. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they get all the Guardians you back. You heard Chicago? They get Sorry. To- <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. <laughs> they get them all back to this fucking training lair, and they have new suits for them. Like high tech new suits and new weaponry and shit. Oh man! Oh, this is where it gets well, good. We, right before they issue the suits, I remember um, our man bear pig uh, guy who 
has kind of a talk with the chick that saved them, and he's worried about something, and that's oh, yeah. him going full bear mode. He legitimately says full bear mode. It's not that we're making that up. He literally says, I could potentially go full bear mode. And, and you never go full bear mode. You never go full bear mode. <laughs> never go full bear mode. <laughs> <laughs> but spoiler alert. Spoiler in, alert, in he does. <laughs> in case you were wondering if that actually happens, it... It yes 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 it does it one yes of course it does so so they decided the reason they lost they they got taken out the first time is that their outfits fucking blue or they didn't have the accessories they needed so right. they worked it out they got invisible chick her whole outfit is gonna be fucking turn invisible or whatever yeah it she does. was able to turn her just fucking Kmart cotton clothing that she was wearing before invisible with no problem but they spent like millions of dollars to develop this outfit Spandex. that also turns invisible when she turns invisible. They give, well, uh, their budget wasn't that high. It was millions of rubles. Oh, right? I'm sorry. One of the other things I like is the um, old rock, rock guy, um, Dad. They realized the reason he lost so easily is... This is actual dialogue. Yeah, not enough rocks around him. So they made him an outfit that has rocks on it that turns into a rock whip. But they literally said, we realize the reason you lost the first time because you didn't have enough rocks. And the best part is the first... <laughs> like, he's just <laughs> fucking carrying around a sack of rocks. The best part them. is the first time you meet this character, he makes, like, the ground crumble and rocks come up from the fucking ground just to, like, show off a little bit. Like, no, I'm not going to hurt you. It's fine. At the beginning of the movie, and they're like, the problem is you don't have enough rocks. Are you near ground? It's almost because like those that's... young whippersnappers are just fucking with them. You know? it's, it's not like Russia isn't completely made of cement. And rubble. The entire fucking country is made of gray fucking cement. That is rock everywhere. And so they were like, Break yeah, it up. you didn't have enough rocks around you, so we're, we're going to give you 20 rocks that are connected to each other that you cannot separate and use separately. You have to use it in a weird whip that you definitely have trouble controlling. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Speedy Slice and Dice, they just gave him something to cover his mouth. So Yeah, he just got a better suit. They was... kind of went, it, Honestly, it was like they just said, we're blatantly going to make him look like Winter Soldier, but I he's think, not Winter honestly, Soldier. Honestly, I think he was just doing that like germaphobe thing, and he was really worried about SARS. So <laughs> yeah. he just always had to have something like over and, his mouth. And then <laughs> those are the three... And then you're like, well, fuck, what do you do for man bear pig? I mean, like, you know, he already turns into a fucking bear. And they went, oh. Oh, you do the you best You think a bear is fucking thing. dangerous. You think a bear is fucking dangerous. Oh, my God. Wait for it. <laughs> you fucking load up a Gatling gun on a fucking bear. That makes him even more dangerous because now a bear, a it's... terrifying bear, has a Gatling gun so he can shoot you if he doesn't claw you to death. I, 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 <laughs> want, I want to take pause so we can really focus on this for a second. There is a... Point break looking Hemsworth Russian motherfucker that can turn into a half bear and they give him a motherfucking Gatling gun. If that doesn't get your fucking ticket price, nothing fucking will. This is exactly why I wanted to watch this movie. It's because when I saw this trailer like a year and a half ago and of all the sequences, there's a shot in the trailer of a giant like Man fucking bear holding, holding and shooting a Gatling gun. I was like, this, I have to own this movie. Obviously, also, this Gatling gun also apparently works on psychic powers because anytime he wants it, it just comes off of his back and pulls forward and he's able to shoot immediately with with perfect accuracy. I know for a fact if I'm in the woods and I ran up on a bear. 
I would be like, ah, I'm kind of scared, but it's just a fucking bear. Right. But if that same bear had a huge fucking gun and was holding it, pointing at me, I'm running the other way so fucking fast. Well, like, just that bear alone, it's not going to scare me, but a bear with a fucking powerful gun, I'm fucking going the other way. That's going to scare the well, shit out of me. Because Hunter pointed out during our viewing of this fabulous movie is that everyone knows that out of the animal kingdom, bears are known for their best accuracy. accuracy yeah, that's they're the thing. just they're known. He, oh yeah, he, for you being can like, run. He's gonna get you every they're time. They're dead eye shots with a with a gun. Like deer gun. suck. I've heard deers are fucking awful. Don't oh, give them deer, a shotgun. Imagine how ironic. Don't you think it would be if deers were really good shots? Yeah, like, they <laughs> just don't have the opposable thumbs. They just have hooves, and they're like, I don't know. What it's the do. ironic part of nature. Yeah, that's right. yeah unfortunately. <laughs> <sighs> we might have gone a little off rails when we when discussing the bear with the Gatling gun. I don't know how that happened. I'm sorry if we got off rails of the movie going off rails. I, uh, yeah, exactly. So we have the little training montage. They were like, we don't have any sharks in Russia because it's too cold, so let's just give a bear a fucking Gatling gun and call it a day. Oh, yeah, there, there could have been a were shark in this movie. I mean, what the fuck? Why not? <laughs> no, because then there would be a street shark spin. Oh, you know what? Actually. I'm, there I'd you be go. Russian Street Shark spinoff of Guardians. I'm down. There we go. Or mashup. Dude, yeah. down. Yeah. Could happen. It could happen. <laughs> all right, so Jesus, I don't remember what happened. Next. So, so they have the little like training montage while they all get used to their new toys, and then it's time to go up against fucking Man Baby. Yep. All right, because he's getting close. He's like within an hour. Of getting his antenna up. And he's got that force shield thing because they tried to send uh, oh, fighter yeah. jets. and Yeah, they, 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 he's got a force field around his old like. He's thought the shit out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, 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 he's got his shit he's wired. He's a smart man, baby. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so three of... All right, so Rock Dude goes through the sewers. Uh, Dad Rock Dude. Dad Rock Dude. Yes. Yeah. Goes through the sewers. And comes up in a parking garage and starts fucking up some of the, uh, uh, some of the fucking uh, clone, clone, henchmen. clone henchmen, you know, dudes. Um, Vizzy girl and the bear <laughs> come out on the street and start like start their warfare, and he's like just k- crushing it with the fucking like Gatling gun, and she's whooping ass. Meanwhile. A you know Asian fucking slice and dice. Slice and dice. He's up in a fucking plane, like they circling are, around. They're for not like, cleared for landing. He's just like, get me closer. And like we can't. Okay, go around again. I just guess. Just keep flying. So like, yeah, this giant plane just circling the building. The yeah, entire, he misses that, half the, the fight. Yeah, he misses half the fight just circling. But he eventually skydives and you know starts his shit. But Which again, you get the point break looking motherfucker to skydive, and then you got a little homage to that. Would make sense. Yeah, I feel like you really wanted this to be like Point Break. I've heard. Imagine how good it, this would be if it somehow <laughs> tied into the Point Break universe. If, That'd be... if they all showed up in the final fight with uh, fucking like presidents of the United States, <laughs> Lenin's face on. and Stalin's face. <laughs> oh we God. are former dictators. <laughs> oh my god that'd be so good <laughs> and then the Rasputin dude just not wearing a mask being like I mean it's close enough like, yeah. I don't need to I will say the fight sequence my favorite fight sequence of the whole movie was when if it's a girl and and fucking you know werebear dude like stroll up at, on the street and are fucking up like all, all these uh, all these clone dudes and <laughs> the werebear at one point 
fucking smacks a dude into the air and then Gatlin guns him <laughs> in the air, so which for me was was like because he used all the skills of a bear. Yeah, the strength and the sh- the accuracy and the accuracy. But it felt like like that scene from Hard Ticket to Hawaii where they fucking like hit the skater dude assassin up into the air and shoot him and he also had a blow up doll and then they rocket launched that too and it's just like what the fuck i want to break down let break down what anthony just said i want to this this is the this is a perfect like under a microscope example of just how batshit crazy this movie is there is a man bear with a gatling gun that swats a clone soldier into the air and then guns him midair like a goddamn clay pigeon. Yes. <laughs> with his Gatling it gun. was amazing. <laughs> and not a minute later, oh, they're happens. getting pinned down and he has to go full fucking bear he's like, mode. You know what my secret is? I'm always full bear mode. And full just goes... fucking, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He goes yeah. full, no more muscles or legs. No just more, no more full... bipedal uh, movement. No, he turns into a clunky fat bear. <laughs> Hold on. With the guns on its back. <laughs> yeah. So the guns are still shooting at people. So it is literally a giant bear with a Gatling gun with just a, carrying out. With mal- a psychic Gatling gun That's that right. is able to target on its own. Because he's bear rage, but bear smart. Bear smart. Exactly. Yeah. And that Gatling gun is just going to town. <laughs> And at some point, Invisigirl's riding him. Yeah, because she's like, well, fuck, why am I walking? I've got this giant fucking bear now. I mean, I might as well just ride this shit <laughs> So in. an invisible girl riding a bear that has a Gatling gun strapped to its back is a thing that happened. Welcome to Russia. <laughs> yeah. This is Russia, bitch, <laughs> as Little Big would say. So they end up fighting their way up to, like, one of the skyscraper rooftops. And... um they're like, all right, so how do we get to where we need to go? And the three of them are like going along this giant like pipe thing that's extended out. I don't know. It, yeah. it should have it's been just, a cable, but yeah, it's something that connects to the antenna, I think. So, yeah, they're they're they're, they're like tight roping this this thing, fighting off dudes. Finally, fucking, uh, you know, blady dude, blady McGillicuddy drops yeah. from the fucking sky and, you know, cuts the uh, f- cuts the fucking like cable where all the bad guys are and and they fucking they get to they get into the fucking antenna room, right? Yeah, where there's this giant power source that's powering the fucking uh, force field, and they're trying to figure out what to do. And okay, so let let's let's back up where we are at. There's a giant tower uh, that is being utilized to take over the world uh, that has a force field around it. Yeah, and the heroes uh, that that are, are trying to find uh, a, some kind of a vengeance um, come come across the power source and uh, find their way to get in. Now they did not use a staff with a stone in it to <laughs> to uh, break down the power source as maybe some other movie did. Right. Uh, some indie flick, maybe. But. Yeah, I don't <laughs> so they're trying to figure it out. And lo and behold, Invisigirl decides that she is just going to grab onto it. Hugs and tr- it. And try like, to absorb the power. Cause I don't know she, who advise her of that. Just just grab it. We'll see she, how it can, she gives it a bear hug. She can barely stand it. Exactly. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I, I we didn't do nearly enough bear. There puns. was a lot of bear they uh, did puns me- while we watched it. <laughs> she did mention earlier that one of her superpowers was r- regulating her temperature. I don't know. I mean, you know, which literally she spent a minute explaining, and it never came into play my, at all. My knowledge of 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 science and electricity are relatively uh, limited, but bare, like a bare minimum. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah. You know, that's possible. I'm, count, I'm counting all the bear bear puns we're gonna do. No, but uh, yeah. But so, how much can one possibly um, understand of that without any real like uh, like schooling? Well, you don't know, and yeah. but she's doing the thing, and she's hurting. She's she's feeling it. So, uh, you know, big bear motherfucker comes up behind her and like grabs her. He's not. In, I don't think he's in full bear mode at this point. I think he's gone down to. He's not in full bear mode. He went, yeah. he went half bear. Also, he, this he's, is he, this he's is bear the, man. This is the beginning of uh, the theory that Hunter has developed <laughs> about the disappearing and reappearing pants. Um, that when he's in half bear mode, he's got pants on. When he goes full bear, they rip the fuck off. And then when he goes back to half bear. The pants There's appear again. Same, the same pants. That's the thing. Is that it's the same fucking the same, pants. same pants? We thought maybe he had with, stolen with a knife. Pants. Like, did you notice? There's still yeah. there's a it's, like a fucking knife in it's a. It's the pants they issued when they were yeah. getting all the uniforms together. So I don't know if you all are familiar with the Flash, but in the comics he has a ring that his uniform comes out in. Well, he's not wearing a ring. I can only think of one thing: is when he turns full bear mode, that those pants go straight up his asshole. And when he comes back, they come back out. And it's feasible. Yeah, it's and that's full only... bare butthole pants. Yep, they go right in there. He just holds it in until he goes half bare, and then come back out. So that's the only only explanation I have. It's legit. He's got to store these pants in his butthole, and yeah, they're breaks. We checked the extra features. So I was expected to be on there. The director, or just about to add it. to alliteration, breakaway bare butthole pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've always been kind of disturbed on how the Hulk always keeps his fucking pants on. You know, At least yeah. they've made but, jokes about it in in the movies. Yeah, yeah. but and those are usually not the same pants. These were definitely the same pants. They were absolutely. So, and we didn't see them change. So no, no. There's no. only one place those there pants like could have been. Three separate incidents of the pants just magically reappearing around the torso of of that's right. Either half bear mode or just human mode. I mean, um, there's a lot man. of suspension of disbelief here in this movie. So bear asshole pants. That's all I have to say. Breakaway bear <laughs> bear butthole <laughs> pants. <laughs> So, so suffice to say, they they are successful. Continue. They are successful in pulling down the fucking bare butthole pants and and the force field and the Both. force field. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. And um, then they go up to the uh, top of the tower where they have a the dust off final show now with muscle with, man with baby. fucking muscle man baby. Yeah, and um, once again. He fucks their shit he up. He beats their asses. Yeah, they, they they don't know what they're doing. They got all this I shit. I know, man. Like even a fucking bear with a gun can't defeat Muscle Man, baby. It's it, just not gonna happen. You know, he's just too powerful. So man. slice and dice. Slice and dice gets them all like. He's like, like fuck this noise. Grappling hooked up to the fucking plane. Because that, that was plane all, that dropped him off is still flying around this entire time. So he gets them all out, you know, and then uh, man. You know, man, baby fucks up the plane, and they have to like, they have to bail out into this fucking lake, or into this fucking like river in the city, not too far away. Meanwhile, the uh, the fucking actual military is like, we're shooting all these fucking rockets, and like, dumbass government. And the fucking man, baby's like, 
don't you know what my fucking powers are? And he just diverts all the rockets up in the air and they all blow up. And he's like, you guys, that was your plan? I think he said that. That was your plan? Yeah, yeah. I think he literally said that <laughs> No, to he nobody. yelled it into the wind because yeah. literally no one can hear him. Right. <laughs> because all of his henchmen are dead. Yeah, so he's just yelling it to nobody. He's on top of a tower yelling, like, is that all you got? Basically. Yeah. So we, we got to backtrack to the only reason the other... The old scientist. Old scientist was in the movie was because he basically conveyed that to the uh, to the head uh, commander chick is that Bridget Nelson. Yeah, Bridget all Nelson. Right. They all their powers can be combined into like a super weapon. And when we heard that, all our dicks simultaneously got hard. Yes, because the thought. Of a invisible bear Speeding. with a Gatling gun that can levitate. I don't know whatever with a he giant wants. Whip. A crazy with a giant whip. A crazy <laughs> Russian super soldier Voltron. Yes. Amazing. Oh my yeah, god. Right? We were really waiting for that. So no, that's ready. we were enjoying just how bad this movie was. But when that came out, it was just like, oh, oh my god, oh, so taunting. Oh. So meanwhile, she's she's on a little like you know rice rocket motorcycle like coming out to meet him they all get out of the drink that they fucking fell into and they're like oh shit we what are we gonna do we lost and she tells them what she needs to tell them about pretty much touch each other that's that's her it's basically just like it could it it could be bad you might not survive and they're like well we gotta try she's like you know that scene in it where the kids have an orgy in the sewer base that got taken out of the movies uh just do that (laughs) and then the orgy but the orgy so they all they all basically just like hold hands, you know, or you know, touch each other, and we're, that's when we were on the edge of our seat because we were waiting. And we're like waiting. Oh, what are they going to form uh, into? We were so fucking form excited. of something, and all like it was, a bear with tits that could turn invisible with the Gatling gun on the side dude, and some knives. The, and, the opportunities here were so great, and and, and any version anything, of it we were yeah. on board with. We, we were, were so excited. Or imagine like if just. Several of the characters became the limbs of the man bear pig, and right, and, and he was able to use them and, and their powers oh at God. will. Would but be, we got a Ryu, like, like a like a basically just like yeah, a street energy, fighter. It, like, it was like yeah. energy. It was like a plasma ball, plasma yeah. fireball. Yeah, boom, fucking weak, and it 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 just fucking levels. Everything, and we like, find, I guess, man, muscle man, baby's uh, weakness, which is just falling, falling to his That's, death. Nobody ever thought about it because just have him, yeah, this, fall. this giant energy ball just like just demolishes all the skyscrapers. And I everything. thought they were gonna show him like 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 that power would like make him melt, and then you would just have little wires and the diaper left over and shit. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that. You just see him fall. And that's how he dies with the stupid and fucking he's, face. He's, he it was almost like the same exact moment that I kept rewinding in Titanic where the dude falls off the deck and he hits the propeller and spins off. <laughs> um except he was just this weird, like thirty six packed man baby with like bandolier suspenders being like, I'm gonna get you as he just falls to his death. As it he was... just falls to his death. Probably considering how much they 
had built up the action sequences and everything in this movie. This that's, was so that's what I'm saying. Super like, disappointing. I want to see finale. like a hardcore like Raiders Lost Ark. He melts away. And, like I said, something. All that's left is like a baby, like you know, his diaper and something else. Like, but it's just, that's it. Yeah, it's just a dumb just like falls. energy Weak. bolt that blows up everything, and he falls to his death, and that's it. And right before the fucking super weapon is about to fire, it powers down, and that's. Basically, the whole world is saved. It thanks to the guardians. And then there's newscasts about uh, oh, the threat has been has been vanquished. Blah, we blah, don't blah, know blah. how it happened. Yeah, it was by a thing that the government doesn't have. Wink, wink. And then that's the move. That's it. That's, that's the pretty movie. much it. And then there's like a little. They like, have like a meetup, yeah, where they're oh, like where they're exactly all standing three feet apart from each other, exactly three feet apart, and not looking at each other. They're except kind of superhero posing. That they're, they're, all, yeah. they're all looking out over a bridge. They are CW di- uh, dialoguing where they're just looking away from the camera into the <laughs> distance while they discuss important things. And the uh, the commander chick says, "Oh, and we found more guardians." Dun 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 dun, and but then, not a budget. So that's that's the end of the movie. However, there is one post like credit scene, right? Post credit scene. Yes. And it was her who had been abducted. The the, uh, even more Russian Black Widow. Yeah. uh, The The fucking commander chick, Bridget Nielsen, fucking jumps out of the back of a van having been kidnapped, kills two dudes and interrogates one right before she kills him. Who sent you? And he says a name like we're supposed to know who the fuck that is. Yeah, he says some name that doesn't matter because nobody knows what the fuck that It'll never happen at all. Because these aren't based on actual comics, so it's 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 just a tease for the next movie, I guess, but well, whatever. They were doing it strictly because it was a totally a Marvel thing to have that teaser where it teases the next villain. But the reason why that works is because it's based on, you know... Villains decades, that you know. <laughs> decades of comic books where these characters are actually well developed and people know the characters and they go, oh my god, they mentioned this name, like when the first mentioned Stephen Strange in in um uh, in what Winter Soldier was that Winter Soldier I think the first I, mentioned I think so yeah. yeah everyone's like oh my god I'm so excited right now they mentioned the name of a character that doesn't actually exist that's that nobody not how, cares about it's like it's like the Geico commercial that's not how that works that's not how any of this works it's right you. Look, the seven-year-old is writing the sequel, all right? He, he'll probably have it done before he's eight. It's going to be awesome. It'll have just the amount of, you know, plot points it, it they was had in last one. For uh, anyone unaware, there's a comic book called Axe Cop uh, that ter- was very briefly turned into an animated series, and the main character, Axe Cop, was voiced by Nick Offerman. And this <laughs> series was developed by a comic book writer and artist who had a young brother uh, the age of six that was telling the story of Axe Cop. And then he kept like asking him about Axe Cop and then started writing stuff down. And the story is actually developed by the six year old child. I absolutely love this comic because it, it represents everything that I loved when I was six years old and is just so six, six to nine, maybe years old, six to nine, 10 years old of just a an American kid. And, this is like the the hammer and sickle cop of it. It's, right. It's 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 I definitely. Still think X cop is actually probably more well written and well thought out. Probably yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Than this cheap vodka fueled. Now that being said, I had an absolute 
fucking blast. And partially because we were drinking beers and hanging out with friends while right. watching this film. So and fun with friends. I'd say that's probably what makes a beautiful disaster film is something that you can enjoy only with company and booze. Yeah, you have to have other people and laugh at it and like absolutely enjoy. It. Like, yeah, if I was sitting here, I don't know if I would have made it through this entire movie with like just by myself. But there has to be comments made. There if has was, to be bear puns made. If it was like a lazy Saturday morning and I was just looking for something to watch and popped this in, I'd be like, "This is fucking trash." And I, would I think turn the minute you saw the Muscle Man Baby, I, I I don't know if I've been like, you know, I'm kind of curious why there's a Muscle Man Baby. No, I would have t- probably turned it, all right? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Guardians, man. Jesus Christ. Now, uh, Guardians just came out on what? Shout Factory released it in the States? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Shout Factory released it domestically. Um, so, you can find it. it uh, you can find it streaming. Uh, it's not free. But... No, but it's like two or three bucks. I, I checked. It's on uh, like Amazon and YouTube and uh, I think Google Play as well yeah. has it. So, it's it's available. You can find it. It's out there. We did the American dub because it's not that important. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really not. In... Um, and the fact that yeah. even Groot's stuck with the dub version because I, I'm, also, I'm also a stickler for I would much rather have the subtitle. If possible, but this is not that movie. No, I, I, I don't think important. we're going to get a whole lot of a different experience with the acting range <laughs> no. of the actual characters and their voices. The only pack part I might go back on is I do might put the subtitles on just so I can see it's a full bear mode. Like I might just want to like take a screenshot bear. of that. That's, that's yeah, but that's amazing. just that's just the only intentional subtitle I want to see. So, <laughs> yeah. so all right. So if you were going to pair this movie. With another movie as a double feature. Oh, Jesus. Okay. What would it be? Oh, I can throw one out already. Get it, Guru. Mystery Men. Oh, God damn it! That was mine. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a solid. Because that's... you want to have ridiculous superheroes with ridiculous powers. Nothing you, that seems like the perfect pair up with this movie is just, you know, have the spleen and man bear pig. Like, I know. fucking love it, man. Yeah. I, I would have to go with uh, Robot, also known as Enhiran. Yeah, that's solid. Uh, in a Bollywood fucking Matrix esque action movie <laughs> that has one of the most over the top like fucking finale like action set pieces, it was so like ridiculous in every way. I think so, we stole Hobbit's. Literally, both of my choices just got stolen. Because All right, they're, right up, they're that solid. Um, I'm gonna go with just mm, fuck. Um, that that's a tough one. It is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you just pick out something new with the DC universe and you'll be fine. No, so. I'm going to go with the over cheese factor. Although, actually, this movie I enjoyed much more than Gar- the, uh, Guardians. I'm going to go with Meteor Man. Nice. Uh, wow. Throw Meteor Man in there uh, just because yeah. it's just super cheese and it's not based on anything. And it's a almost a unintentional parody of the superhero film. Although right. I think Robert Townsend was kind of like parodying a yeah. little bit. So no, oh, no blank man. I thought Blank Man, but Blank Man is just so goddamn funny. Like, it just, you'd be so disappointed if you did that first and then Guardians, or the other way around where you do Guardians and then Blank Man. It's just like, oh, thank God. <laughs> after after this movie, uh, I feel like, yeah, Meteor Man, it's it's got its moments, but it's also one of those just like, what are you, what are you doing? Why, why all the blonde children? Like there's so many blonde children. <laughs> oh my God. So many goddamn blonde children in the same outfits. It's like a bunch of hammer men. Yep. Um, uh, like with Rodman hair that are hanging out. So yeah, I think that would be a good, good team up. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, all right. So to wind us out, 
I have a, a report to make. Um, <laughs> Hunter assigned me my schlock abuse movie uh, a couple weeks ago, and I, I got through it. Did you watch the whole thing? I, I watched the entirety of God's Not Dead 2, <laughs> which God is... Damn it. <laughs> Such a fucking chore. Now, is this a Kevin Sorbo joint? It's no, not. He was, one. he was in the first okay, one. Okay, all right. So this is, it's it's a pure flicks film. Uh, and it's, the only thing that I can say about this movie is that it is such a poorly, like, executed movie in the sense that it's really only made for one audience. Like, this movie is not for the general audience like no like people that like movies yeah nobody like i have a movie pass so i will try to see anything i'm even vaguely interested in okay i wouldn't spend you know two hours of my free time to watch this movie because it literally like it is just uh it's just a sermon it's but see here here's the reason it has to be god's not dead two and not one Right. Is that the cast that is in this one is in the first one? I think Hobby just brought up Kevin Sorbo. I think it's right. the first one, and that's it. They decided we got to start getting some more power people in here. Oh, so they up their game. You, you need to say who, who's in this. So, movie. my favorite character of the movie, of course, is the villain esque <laughs> of the movie. He's the ACLU lawyer who is basically the bad guy atheist who is trying to discriminate on the good christian teacher that said a thing about jesus in her public school class and of course there's a war on jesus we all know that right and you know so she's being persecuted and she's gonna get fired and you know the aclu is the one that's like she needs to go she's defending herself ernie hudson plays the judge <laughs> it, it, this movie who's the teacher isn't it Melissa Joan Hart? Yeah, Melissa Joan Hart is the main character. This movie is just so, it's just so bad. By the way, I I, I have to interject here. Um, I, I know that we try not to get political or anything like that, but like I know for a fact that there is a war on Jesus. Um, he is a small child that's being held in a detaining center in the United States and taken away from his family to be deported to Mexico right well, now. Well, that is a sad truth. Yeah. Was it, now, was there any songs that they made specifically oh, yeah. for the movie that you can remember any of the lyrics of? Because um, it's, it's, I know it's fully uh, in the trailer. I didn't know if they played that over and over again in the movie. I, I can't remember. the band is called The Newsboys, and they are terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's literally... I'm, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm sure we have listeners that are religious, and that's and fine. That's not even the point of making fun of this, because it's not even about faith. At exactly. This point. Exactly. Yeah, this is movies. just such a phoned-in, shitty, fucking like wannabe Hallmark level movie that it, I mean, it it's an insult to actual filmmaking. That and actual religious people. It, that too. It, it's talking down to uh, it, any. Well, I haven't seen God's Not Dead too because I wouldn't. Um, <laughs> Right, he won that movie. Wasn't but I've seen it. I've seen these types of movies, and what it is is it's like, it's actually kind of condescending to the people that it's trying to talk to. Well, it is. It is such a propaganda piece, uh, you know, because the filmmakers involved with these movies are not 
legit like filmmakers like they didn't like they're not scorsese breed dudes like not even the sense of like talent it's that they are literally pastors that are making movies and so these movies are about a message it's basically just a you know it's just a sermon in the form of a movie and it's just you, that, you, that's a dog shit idea for a movie you died you died dissected this movie a lot more <laughs> i just wanted to torture you for a couple hours and uh, by the way I, I i gave you props because um i didn't make it through the movie you assigned me all the way through the rosie o'donnell uh retard movie <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> and you did. So I got to give you props on that because I never would have thought you would have made I, it to that I do want to throw out a title for a movie that uh, when I when I worked at a video store that uh, will not be named, although you can probably guess it, um, the bl- uh, Blue and Yellow, Blue and Yellow. and uh, Yeah, they're not around anymore. They can't yeah. sue you. Are you worried? Okay. The uh, Buzzers? Fuck you, Buster. Fuck you, Buster, uh, that I worked at. We've got him now. <laughs> sue his ass. It was one of the pre-streets, a uh, free rental that I got, and it's it's a movie that was actually kind of a religious film, but it was very smart in how it portrayed it, starring Abigail Breslin and a couple other actors called The Gift, um, and it came out probably 2004, 2005. Not my normal cup of tea. I wouldn't have rented it, but... I thought it was actually a pretty well done movie. I, I wouldn't say that I it's one of my all time favorites or anything, but it was well acted, it was well filmed, it it put the point across. The religious connotations to it weren't ham handed. It was part of the storyline without being the only focus in the story. It was it was pretty well put together. I've I've seen religious oriented movies that I really enjoy. Like The Mission with uh Robert De Niro. I thought you say Missionary Man. I was like, I like that movie too. <laughs> no, The Mission with Robert De Niro and uh, fucking Jeremy Irons is an excellent film. So is uh, M- Machine Gun Preacher with Gerard Butler. That's a that's a choice flick. Ooh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> um, it, it's it's fun, but it's bad. But yeah, no, I well, mean, well, that fits our podcast. There so. are there are good movies made with religious themes, and that's that's awesome. As my experience with uh, pure flicks at this point is 100% their bad movies. Yeah. But that's my humble opinion. Oh, I'll try to make sure your next uh, torture movie is, is is semi-different at this point because I don't want to keep hitting that well too much. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to mix one. it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I went hard with the first one for you. I mean, that was oh, that man. was a rough one. Now, we could get Rosie Donald playing a retarded person in a pure Flix movie. That would be, like, all the world's, like... No, wait, who's, who's next now? Who who gets the... So it's his next. term. Uh, it's his, his turn next. Hunter's turn. I delivered the movie today, and we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see if I can make this all the way through this one. You're gonna, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, we've uh, we've run a little long to uh, this uh, episode, so... Um, uh, Follow us on uh, Facebook, uh, Beautiful Disasters Podcast. Uh, check us out online, Geeks on the Influence, uh, gypodcast.com. Uh, what else are we missing? We got uh, some showings coming. I know we got. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're recording this the night before our movie night at Strange Ways for June, uh, which we're. So I can totally say the movie. We showed. Uh, the theme was Attackrobatics. Yeah. And uh, what movie did we watch uh, in, Jim, in the future? Jim Kata. Jim Kata. Which should be super fun. We do have another screening uh, the Thursday right after the 4th of July. It's uh, July 5th is the date. It's a yeah. Thursday night, and uh, it's one of the most America movies. Of uh, all America movies. I would say that- Where are your red, white, and blue? There, There is a man that knows how to high kick in jeans that is a star of this film. Goddamn and, right. Uh, we will we will come up with the 
theme name of this and uh, and have events available at GUIPodcast.com and GUI on uh, Facebook and Beautiful Disaster. Exactly. And- uh, check out uh, Geeks on the, in- the Influence uh, Trivia uh, at Fallout. Uh, and also we had our first screening, uh, GUI screening, off the wall movies at circuit recently which and, was super fun and we plan to have more of those so. i'm we're hoping for yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's <laughs> there's so much gui events so the way to do that is follow geeks under the influence on on facebook follow beautiful disasters yeah and check out guipodcast.com just keep checking in a lot of our event stuff we try to keep on the main page so that you don't have to dig around to find it but there's right. also um pictures of our ugly mugs and uh and links to all the different podcasts on the network and and links to our friends of of gui and all sorts of other stuff on the net on their articles um i know hunter and i are going to be working on an article about uh hunter actually went to the ohio camp punk and drublick that was fucking amazing a three-day festival uh based around the the punk and drublick festival and uh we're going to talk about that and a little bit about the uh, some of the controversy, controversy around uh, no effects and some statements that were said and everything. So we should have that article out hopefully in the next uh, week or two on GYPodcast.com as well. Hell yeah. Well, thank you guys uh, for listening. Uh, tune in to our next episode uh, for Beautiful Disasters. Uh, I'm the Groots. Fuck you, Hunter. I'm Hobbit. Take care. GUIPodcast.com <laughs>